Hey y'all, this is your host, Elise Robinson, with Nobody Wants to Work Though podcast. I hope these stories will inspire you to switch careers. I was an auditor in my past life, and now I'm in tech. And let's get to it. We are Switch Into Tech, tech resources to accelerate your career in information technology. Monthly classes on tech topics. We offer free or discounted exam vouchers, scholarships, free Udemy courses, free events, free boot camps, and more. You can find us at www.switchintotech.org. I record today. Hey y'all, it's Elise Y. Robinson, and I am the podcast host of Nobody Wants to Work Though. Today we have uh, Kayla. <laughs> Yes. Kayla Hill. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to butcher her name, but I, most people do, but you got it right. <laughs> people butcher my name too. Only my sister can call me Elsie. So that's it. Um, and so um, I'll, I'll let her give an introduction for herself and we can go from there. Okay. So yes, my name is Kayla Hill. Um, I am 26 years old. I um, have kind of started down like the whole holistic health venture um, because I do have a health science degree, a bachelor's of health science degree. Um, and that's kind of a part of my career changing and um, switching. But I found myself, you know, as COVID hit, finding more of the more holistic and natural remedies to heal yourself, to heal, to heal your body. So yeah, that's, I'm doing that. It's called Sun Cave Sea Moss because it's basically mainly sea moss, but I have some other stuff that I'm trying to get in the works that's more holistic, like bath salts and just different things like that, more self-care things for the body. And what did you do? Oh, you said you did health health before, and then so yes. What, so what are you doing now? Because I saw that you were doing teaching. <laughs> yes. So I um, decided. So I was in the healthcare field. I was like a receptionist at um, different like nursing homes and things like that. And then COVID happened like right when I graduated. Because my idea was I'm gonna go work into the hospital. So then when COVID hit, I was kind of like, mm, do I want to put myself in that setting? And so I kind of steered away from that. And I was like, well, let me just be like in nursing homes and things like that. So I was doing that living in Florida. And then life happened and shift. And I actually started working at Amazon down in um, Fort Myers, Florida, then I realized that again wasn't something that I wanted because I was like a safety specialist. So kind of like just making sure that the building and the employees and stuff were safe while they were doing their jobs. But then I was kind of like, okay, it's kind of what I like, but the hours weren't so great. So I was like, okay, let me make another shift. So I was just like, well, let me come back home to Georgia, which is my hometown. So I came back um, to live with my mother. She's actually a teacher. So she's kind of the one that kind of steered me more into the educational side because I was like, well, 
I kind of educate and teach people from my own business. So it's kind of like I'm already a teacher in a way, just not to like students and teaching every subject and different things like that. So she was like, well, you can try substitute teaching. And so I was like, okay. So I, I, I did that. I filled out the application. Um, the application process was fast. I went to an orientation because substitute teachers are needed because I guess nobody these days wants to teach anymore. Um, so it's in, a, it's in a very high demand. So I did all that. Um, I had to take a test, do a class and then take a test. And then after that, it was official. So now I am in the system of being a substitute teacher. So it's kind of like, just like when teachers need days off or like if they get sick or just like any emergencies like that, I can get a call to my phone or I can look up on their app and see what uh, positions are open and I can just go in and fill in for any grade that I would like, anything like that. So it's kind of more flexible, which I like. I like freedom in my workplace. Like I don't want like a steady nine to five every day. I want to be able to kind of make my own schedule. So I was like, okay, this could be something that I can probably get used to. So, yeah. Gotcha. Um, do you think you're going to like further pursue being a teacher or go back so, on the health side? Probably, but I actually, something else came up that um, they were like, well, PE teachers are needed. And I was like, huh. So I was like, okay, I can still have, you know, my fitness, healthcare, but then also do the teaching. And so I think I just like have to, I probably have to go back and take like the GACE test. Um, and then after that, I can be certified since I already have the health science bachelor's degree, I can just take a test and then I can be a PE teacher. So I was thinking about going down that route because with my business, I want to be able to be flexible and be able to say, hey, um, I know I'm going to have weekends off. I know I'm going to have holidays off. Like I'm not going to have to work on holidays like most jobs, sadly, we have to do. Um, so yeah, I probably will pursue it um, and then still keep my healthcare fitness side because that is something that is a part of me. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know they get summers off and get a pension. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So exactly. um and I will say that I'm I'm originally from California and they okay. have like the best like retirement system in, in the whole probably the, one of the whole world um which is stirs um so so yeah i mean being a teacher um if i was a teacher i'd probably teach my more older kids um yeah. I, I teach adults now so it's like yeah no like i i, <laughs> I like teaching adults but I don't mind mentoring kids. <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 I don't That's think I would be able like... to do a whole teaching thing all day long with, with kids. Like, I'm, Right. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Because their attention span can be kind of off and on. And it's like, okay, let's re redirect you to this. And then it's just like, that's why I kind of like it. Because I was like, I can kind of see what grades I might like. 
um, because like I just know like being in middle school and high school and having subs like sometimes the, the kids could go crazy like they can just start doing whatever because they're like oh I have a sub we can we don't have to act a certain way but then it's just each is to each his own it's a learning experience I would say definitely um I know as an entrepreneur myself, I, I want to talk about my business. So tell me how you got into CMOS. <laughs> yes. So I think one day, so I've always been like into fitness and health. So I was on like a weight loss journey and I've tried the keto diet and I realized, you know, that's not the best diet that you should be doing, even though you can drop weight really, really fast, which I did. But then it was just like, I dropped all this weight and then I was like, I don't really have like meat on my bones. Like I'm not really as built and as healthy as I would like to be. So then I was like, okay, well, let me just try to, you know, eat more proteins, eat my rice and then work out. And so I kind of got consistent on that. And then I heard about CMOS. Um, and so I found somebody that was selling it and I was like, okay, let me try it for myself. So I tried it and I liked the benefits that it gave me. It gave me the energy. I felt like during that time, my immune system was more built and more healthy. Um, and so I was like, okay, this will be something that I would like to keep trying. But then I was like, you have to buy it like, it's like, it's only supposed to be kept in your refrigerator two to four weeks. So I was like, is this something that I want to keep buying from somebody or why not try to just make it myself? So I started looking into that and I was like, okay, I was like, I can actually make this for myself um, and do things like that. So I went down that route and then me just being a person that wants to be of service and help people, I was like, well, most people really don't know about CMOS. So I was like, well, let me put myself on a platform and like start selling it to friends and to family and things like that that might need it. So I started doing that like around 2020 when COVID happened. So it was kind of like the perfect time because it was like people... And their immune systems, the people getting sick and stuff like that. Um, so I did that. And then I actually really liked it. I was getting really, really good feedback. You know, people were giving me testimonials of like how they, how it made them feel great, how they weren't getting sick as much as they used to. So I was like, okay, maybe this is something that I should take, you know, kind of more seriously. So I kind of sat down gave the name for myself, Sun K Seamoss, which my name is Kayla, so I just broke it down to K. But then the sun part came from, I kind of relate to the sun and I see the sun as vitality and energy and enlightenment and things like that. So I came up with that. And then um, I was just kind of like, well, what do I want to give? How is this going to help people? And I just started forming that way, coming up with logos, and then slowly but surely kind of, I've kind of built like some main people who, you know, would come to me and be like, hey, I want your CMOS. I love your CMOS. I can't find anybody that makes your uh, a CMOS consistency like yours and stuff like that. So now I'm kind of like 
at the spot of rebranding more because I feel like there is more for me to give because I've, I've been learning more holistically about like herbs and just different things like that. So that's why I kind of wanted to start it like bath salts because I, I love taking bubble baths. So I was like, just doing like different herbs and essential oils and things like that for people that they could just put in their baths just to relax. And also, you know, it gives benefits to your body. So yeah, just coming from the healthcare field and just being active and wanting to like lose weight for myself and wanting a transformation of my own body, it kind of just built from there. Definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> one of my good friends, he he runs a podcast on on uh, people that lost a lot of weight because he lost uh -huh. almost almost two hundred pounds. Wow! And um, he did keto and and all that stuff to lose a lot of weight, and then he had to build himself back up. Yeah. So um, I I totally understand. <laughs> I do, even though I've been I've been a, a lanky skinny thing whole life though but you know <laughs> I, I live through him protein <laughs> I live through him like maybe one day I'll get some meat on my bones but anyway <laughs> um outside of that you you mentioned something is is the rebranding um because as a as an entrepreneur you know, you don't know which way you want to go when you when you do things. It's like, but I guess that's just life in general. Like you don't know yeah. which way you want to go and which route you need to take. But um, it, it spoke to me because I, I recently rebranded my my teaching side of my business. Um, it was called uh -huh. Switching the Tech, and so I have like a whole bunch of different things underneath it. And I, I switched it to, I'm, I'm calling it disc mode now. So, okay. So, so yeah, um, I, I totally get it as an entrepreneur, but I will say, um, you know, focus on it as much as you, as you can. Cause if you mm -hmm. don't, if you don't touch it every day, it, it won't thrive and it won't grow. Exactly. Exactly. Um, outside of that, here, here's a fun one. What, what did you want to be when you, when you were little? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I think first I was like, I want to be a lawyer. And then I was just like, uh, no, I heard how much school you had to go through. So then I was like, I want to be a vet. And then, yeah, I think from there, vet stuck the longest. So I think that's kind of like how I knew I, I needed to be like somewhere in the healthcare field or like helping people. Um, Cause yeah, it, I, I wanted to be a veterinarian for the longest. So like I grew up with dogs and I couldn't have cats cause my dad was allergic to cats. <laughs> but yes, I grew up with dogs and yeah, I definitely just knew I was going to be a veterinarian. <laughs> That's funny cause um, every, every guest I've had on here said they wanted to be a vet as a kid. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, that like I, every kid's dream? <laughs> I know that's wild because I really don't think anybody has really asked me that question. But yeah, and then I feel like you really don't hear a lot about vets, like people saying, "Oh, I want to be a vet." But hey, <laughs> hey, hey it's, it's a lot of schooling too. So I was like, "Yeah, never mind." That is true. That is true. That <laughs> that's very true. Very, very, very true. Um. 
all these things come at a cost. I mean, you told me that you moved and all, all this other kind of stuff. I mean, it sounds like you had support with your mother. Um, yes. What did it cost you? And, you know, outside of that, did people think you were crazy, you know, and all that other kind of stuff? Of course. Um, I mean, when I was in college, well, of course, college, that that cost a lot of money. So it's kind of like, so when I was in college, my I first wanted to go down biology. So that was like, I was like, I'm gonna get a, just a straight biology degree. And then I, as I was taking classes, I was just like, all these biology classes, I was like, mm, no, I was like, I don't want to do this. So then I changed to health science. And then like, when I told my parents that they were kind of like, oh, well, you know, you need to figure out what you want to do because we're paying for your college. And it's like, okay, yeah, I know. That's why I'm here. I know I've, you know, maybe took this for like a year or two and now I'm switching and it says like, now I'm a graduate a, a year later, but I'm like, I think this is something that I'm really going to enjoy. So I did that. That happened. Um, and then, you know, my ideal thing was to go back to school to do physical therapy. So it's like I graduated December of 2019. COVID happened 2020. So it was just like everything shifted. And they were like, oh, so you're not going to go back to school? And I'm like, I can't do any more school, to be honest. So I was like, I just can't. It didn't feel like something that I really, really wanted to pursue. So I was like, no. So then again, it was just like, oh, what are you going to do? How are you going to, to figure out a career that you're going to go down, get a good job, all this and all that. And so at that point, that's when I had, I had moved to Florida for the first time by myself. And I was just figuring it out got the receptionist jobs at the nursing places. So I guess like it just, just a lot of schooling and a lot of putting money into other things. I wouldn't say it was wasted because essentially, I mean, it helped. It just was kind of like some backtracks, but it all helped me understand what my main goal wanted to be in the first place because that's kind of when I started my whole business and then when I was like oh I want to start a business then it was a whole nother well how are you going to invest in yourself so this is something else that you want to do what do you really want to do so it was just kind of like a lot of that in my ear but I kept having to tell myself like okay Kayla if this is what you want to do you're at an age where you just have to do it. You just have to follow your heart and go for it. Because if you feel like it's right for you, there's there's something positive that has to come out of it. So, so yeah, it was just kind of, and then kind of like the downfalls with the business, like kind of understanding like, okay, I have to buy this much CMOS and then this many people are buying CMOS from me. And then it was kind of like a state where I was like, oh, well, I'll just give away some CMOS just to be nice. But then it was kind of like, well, I can't do that all the time because it's kind of messed with my inventory. So it was, a, it was a lot to learn financially in that sense. And I mean, I lost some money, but I feel like I gained a lot of knowledge from it. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm 10 years older than you. So, okay. <laughs> so I've been there. I've been there. Um, and I'm just, I'm just laughing to myself because I've, I've heard it all from my parents. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> my thing is that nothing in life is really a waste of time. Exactly. You know, because like you said, you, you took what you, what you did wrong. And who's to say that it was wrong, right? Right, exactly. And you know, and you you apply it later in life. And so, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, in life is is incorrect or or wrong. Um, everything is a is a learning experience. And exactly. where where the trick comes into play is if you're gonna keep repeating that over and over again. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because exactly. if you did it once before, like why why are you keeping doing it over and over again? Exactly. So, so that's the trick. Um yes. if people hear a lawnmower in the background, I, I'm not gonna record on Fridays ever again because like <laughs> they ain't got no grass and they really out there just Look, I got a lawnmower in my background too. So, but it's, I think they're kind of far away. So you can't really hear it, but. <laughs> I no grass. What are you doing? <laughs> um, what was your, pro well, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but what was your, your like process on saying, Hey, you know, I'm a health major. Um, you know, what, what, what spoke to you about sea moss instead of like, I don't know, mint tea. I mean, cause that's something healthy, right? <laughs> like, right, right, like, right. What happened with that? <laughs> um, I think because like when I was reading the benefits that it gave me, it would, that it would give your body, like it would just help your immune system, your digestive system, cardiovascular system. And then I think it was the fact that it's actually a seaweed found in the ocean. So I just felt like it was more organic and more of nature. Um, so I don't know. I just, it kind of just spoke to me more because I'm kind of like, I feel like we're one with nature. So I was like, oh, well, if I'm eating something that comes from nature, then I have to, you know, get some good consumption from it. Um, so yeah, and then just reading just like the benefits that it helped me with and then just kind of knowing that like, I have a lot of family who suffer from like high blood pressure and that's one of the things that it said it would help. Um, and just little different things like that. I think it just, it just spoke to me more because it felt I felt more called and more close to the benefits that I said it would give my body. I have never tried sea moss. I keep hearing about people taking it, but seaweed is so gross to me. So I'm like, I know I when I first it. saw it, I was like, really? Really? And and my but... nephews love like these little seaweed chips and they're so gross. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like you're nasty. So explain what it like smells like or tastes like. Or do you flavor so, it? Yeah, I I do because the taste is it is nasty. I'm not even gonna lie, it is nasty, and like the consistency of it is kind of like applesauce and like baby food. So I know some people like are are texture types of people, and they might not like that. So I liked it because like you can add it in smoothies or teas or coffee so then you don't really taste the taste or get that 
consistency. Um, but what I do do is I add um, like limes in it to kind of make that oceany taste go away. But then I've started doing like fruit blends. So like I have like a, a strawberry blend and a watermelon watermelon blend, blueberries, just like different kind of like alkaline fruits to kind of mix with it so it won't taste so, so bad. So that's kind of like what I am um, rebranding to kind of do because I started off doing that and I made like a um, what I call my root chakra and sacral chakra mix. But then I had a whole plan to do all the chakras and then life happened and then I kind of got deterred from that. So now I'm kind of back on, okay, now I'm like, I'm kind of researching more of what are alkaline fruits that I can add with it? Because just adding any fruits that still, it wouldn't give you the right or the, the same body benefits as alkaline fruits. So that's what I'm doing now. And I just kind of want them to be the colors of each chakra so it could kind of help each chakra because I feel like, you know, whatever color food you eat or like clothes you wear can kind of help heal those chakras in a way. So, yeah. So do you ship? I mean, does it have to be refrigerated? And Yes. So it does have to be refrigerated um, since it is like an algae and a seaweed. It does have to stay refrigerated um, for like two to four weeks or you can freeze it and it can stay frozen um, up to like a month. Um, and then like you can do little cute things like putting it in ice cubes um, and then freezing them and like putting them in your smoothies. Um, but then I do ship. So when I ship, um, I try to get little ice packets so it can stay cold depending on like where it's going. Because if they're going a lot farther, sometimes, I don't know, the post office sometimes these days, they be playing. <laughs> so I like to put the ice packages in there and then I just make sure that I um, have really, really, really good packaging because that's something that I've learned delivering some people's packagings that they got, like it would burst. And so then that was a whole thing having to learn like, well, why is it busting? Is it like the post office not handling it right? Or is it because it's sitting there maybe in heat and it's combusting? So that was some things that I have to learn. So I learned that not to fill it all the way up to the top because it can bust. Um, and then putting ice packets in there could help a lot because it just, it keeps everything frozen and then just making sure that you have like a box and something over the box to just keep everything tight and enclosed and then your fragile stickers because sometimes the UPS, they do just throw things and it's like, I don't need you to throw this. So. <laughs> Gotcha. I'm I'm excited about your journey as an entrepreneur. Thank you. Because <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta. <laughs> me and my friend talk about you know uh, we call it A B testing. That's what we call it. Uh -huh. And we test this, test that. You know, did that work? Did that work? No. Okay, yes. go back to the drawing board. So yes. I I totally get it. Um. Next question. Um. You talked about that already. Okay. Here's one. Um, what was the process like 
from going from, you know, working at Amazon um, to becoming a substitute teacher. Um, like your resume, um, do you get put on a list and they just call you um, as a substitute teacher? So yeah, they do do that. Um, uh, so well, basically with my resume, I didn't really have to change it as much because for a substitute teacher, they kind of just look, because you can even have, you don't even have to have a bachelor's degree to be a substitute teacher. It just goes off the pay. So your pay would just be a bit different. Um, so I didn't really have to change my resume. I did have to find a lot more um, references because I, I, I've always never had like solid references, but with the substitute job, like they actually like called each reference. You, They sent them an email. They had to fill stuff out. So it was more like critiqued in that way. So I did have to kind of find people and was like, hi, do you mind me putting you down as a reference? Um, so I did have to do that. But other than that, I mean, I just went on the Board of Education website and then I just filled in the, um, filled out the application. Of course, you know, they do the background check. So had to wait for that to come back. Then they do an orientation, just kind of telling you like what to expect um, and different things like that. And then it's just kind of like a waiting process as they get all the information together. And then you set up the fingerprinting. So then that's kind of like another waiting period. And then you uh, take the class and then take the test and then you're put on, um, you're put in line online for teachers to call you or text you if they know that they're going to be off or say somebody gets sick and they need to call in and say, hey, I need a sub. Um, luckily with my mom working as a teacher at her job, she went ahead and she told her principal. So her principal like sent an email out with my name and my number and was like, hi, Miss Lumpkin's daughter is a sub now. So anytime anybody knows they're going to be off or needs a, uh, needs a sub, you can contact her. So yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's funny to me because most people follow in their parents' footsteps when it comes to like careers That's and true. things like that. That's and true. you didn't want to. <laughs> I did not. My parents not. were government workers, so I wouldn't work uh -huh. for the government, you know, because I, I knew what to expect. Um, uh -huh. I know you got a pension. You know, my, my mother and father retired super early. Most people can't say uh -huh. that, and they get right. paid to sit at home, you know, but... Exactly. Um, so, yeah, you know, I was like, cool, I'll go work for the government and stuff like that, but you circled back around. You had to learn your lesson. <laughs> yep, exactly. I was like, well, you know, it's somewhere in my blood so I was like teaching you know that's not so bad so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I get it I do because uh, at, at a certain point I was like yeah I want to go work for you know a big corporation and stuff like yeah. that and I couldn't find a job so I was like okay exactly. so they're trying to holler so let me exactly you know so I, I do exactly I get it, I get it. <laughs> exactly outside of that 
you talked about the positive negatives, uh, you know, doing your CMOS business. Mm -hmm. What are some of the positive and negatives as a teacher? You you don't have to tell me because I, you know, I don't I won't get you in trouble, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So right now, since it's kind of like it's fairly still in the newer stages to me, I really haven't found a lot of negatives to it yet, which I'm sure there is because I mean just. Hearing sometimes when my mom comes home, it's kind of like, because she kind of switched. Like she was strictly in the classroom, and now she's an ESOL teacher where she helps, like, students who come from foreign languages and, like, may need help with writing and reading and stuff like that. So they just, like, come into her classroom. So she's like, I like this a whole lot better than just being in the classroom 24-7. So I know as I go on, like, it's going to be days where I'm like, okay, I know... I don't want to sub for this class or for this grade um, and things like that. But right now, the positive I see from it is that I can just kind of um, work at my own pace and kind of make my own schedule. So like if, if I get a call in saying, hi, are you available? I can say no or I can say yes. Um, so it's not kind of something that I really have to be committed to every day. Um, so I still can have time to do other stuff when I don't want to do that. Um, and then I guess another positive would be that I don't really have to be in that same class every single day. Because I, I kind of like change. Most people, they don't like change, but I kind of like the different atmosphere because I can get bored doing one thing for way, way too long sometimes. Um, so just being able to kind of flow like, oh, one day I'm doing first grade, the next day, next day I'm doing sixth grade, or I'm subbing for a different teacher in the same grade. So, so yeah. Um, I guess this will be two parts since you are an entrepreneur and then you are also a teacher. What are some traits that you find to be successful as an entrepreneur and then also as a teacher? Organization. I can say that I learned a lot of organization from having my own business. And so I feel like organization has helped a lot being a teacher because like, you have, the teacher just gives you a lesson plan and you have to abide by that lesson plan all day. So you kind of have to be organized like, okay, this morning we might be doing math. Then we have to transition into writing. Then we have to go to lunch. Then we come back and do another subject. And then at the same time, you kind of have to keep up with like, okay, well, what students were helpful? What students were kind of off task? What did we not get to in a day? Um, and just like little things like that and keeping up with that. Um, and then also like just even being prepared to go in for the day, making sure that you have your lunch, any pencils that you may need, any um, extra anything that you need. Um, so like I have started um doing like bringing in like little rewards for the kids that were doing good so I was like oh that's a cute way because I mean most people don't do that but I was like being an entrepreneur I kind of think above and beyond sometimes so I was like 
little kids, I know they like, oh, if I get a sticker, I get this, or oh, if I get something special that somebody else may not have gotten because I was good, it might make them be like, okay, well, let me keep being good. So yeah, I think organization is definitely the number one thing that has helped out a lot. Um, what, um, what are like some tips and tricks you can give someone that, you know, may want to start a business or, or become a teacher? <clears throat> um, so I would say, so if you're trying to start a business first, I say, just do it. That's the first, you can't, you can't, if you keep overthinking it, then you're going to keep telling yourself why you can't do it or why you shouldn't do it. I feel like you should just start writing down a game plan of what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, and slowly start putting things together and bringing it out to the public. Um, another thing I would say is don't lowball your prices just because you feel like somebody else might not pay for them. Because that's a big thing that I had to learn. Like, friends like oh let me give you a little discount because you're my friend or let me give it to you for free because you're my friend and it's kind of like yeah that's cool and all but then in the same aspect too much of that is not good because then they could maybe like start overusing you or then like tell their friend like oh well she gave me this so maybe she'll give it for you and it's like well, no, I just did that for you because you're my friend, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, I would also say like, I know some businesses you have to get your LLC, but I would say if you could hesitate off of getting your LLC until you get more clientele and more like people knowing about your business, because then you have to go into the whole filing taxes and financial side and then if you're not really gaining anything from it then you're going to feel like oh well I have LLC but I'm not really gaining anything from it like I would like um so yeah I think those those will be the top three things I would say about if you wanted to um start a business those are my tips um for if you want to like be a teacher I would say, if you don't like kids, don't even think about it because you have to be with kids 24 seven. That's why I say teaching is like, teaching is something that you know that like, if that you can do. So like special people, I feel like need to teach. Um, but yeah, so um, I feel like that should be another one red flag. But um, other things would just be, you know, kind of like be yourself, be that nice teacher, but strict teacher. So like have fun with the kids, but then also know that there's a time like know that, okay, yeah, this teacher is fun. But if you do X, Y, and Z, she's not going to play with you. Like you will have consequences to come with it. Um, so yeah, I think those would be those would be my tips and tricks. Gotcha. Um, any last words for someone that wants to career switch? Honestly, if your heart is telling you to do it, then do it. Don't think about 
what other people might say um, or don't overthink about, oh, well, I'm totally like leaving the past behind. I'm leaving what I said I was going to do for the longest behind because your career can change just like you change. As you evolve, different things that you like are going to change. So it's just you changing. So I feel like you should just go for it and do it. Maybe uh, find some resources or some people that are kind of doing the same things and talk to them about it and yeah, make a decision from there. But I definitely feel like you should follow your heart, whatever you do. Gotcha. Um, tell people where to find you and we can close it out. Yes. So on Instagram, you could find me at suncaisemoss. So it's S-U-N-K-A-I-S-E-A-M-O-S-S. -S. Um, and then on, really, that's my business. Um, Instagram on Facebook. It's the same thing as Sunk Seamoss. So yeah, those are my two um, two main places to get to my business and to my websites and all of that. All right. Uh, thank y'all for uh, listening and or watching <laughs> the Nobody <laughs> Wants to Work Though podcast. We are on number nine. I just started this like Ooh. two weeks ago. So I'm I'm super excited. Super excited. So um, I'll keep the, try to keep the momentum up, but uh, I might have to cut like a season or something like that because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a lot <laughs> and then come back yes. like a month or something. So <laughs> again, thank y'all for watching and uh, see y'all next time. Bye.